0: and welcome to share truth apply scripture i'm jordan Shambly, joined by cedra sarton i'm here you're here.
1: Yeah, but we didn't let Wesley come this no, time. No, he's We'd not get him here.
0: Yeah, there's an empty he's chair left to my us right. This
1: week. <laughs> he left us this week. He went on vacation. He
0: went on vacation. How
1: dare he get I on know. vacation and take a break.
0: With his family, too. With his family.
1: It. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we but hope they enjoyed- deserves it, of course. Yes. yes. <laughs> we hope that they're enjoying themselves, and hopefully he will be back next week.
0: Yep. But in the meantime, this is one of the most special episodes that we ever do. Every month, we have our very own Chris Woodward in.
2: Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Full disclosure, I'll be on vacation coming soon as well. Oh, Uh, okay. (laughs) Taking some advantage of the use it or lose it uh, policy we have in the newsroom. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Take advantage of that. Yeah.
1: Well, news never stops. No. Y'all don't get a break.
2: Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you'll come in and you'll be planning to cover XYZ Mm -hmm. and then something happens and all of those stories are old or outdated and everything else is, you know, you got to cover it like yesterday and you leave here feeling like you didn't do anything because, there were still stories uh, that didn't get covered. Yeah. Right. I'm not better.
1: Well, before we, <laughs> before we fully jump in, I will just say, everybody, please go to engagemagazine.net. If you want to know more about what we're doing and what we're about, there's content there. You can connect with us on social media. If you click the tab that says radio, you can listen to our past podcasts, including ones with our friend Chris <laughs> and other people. We had, we've, we've gotten to talk to several people over the time that we've been doing this. Um, but if you click the tab that says magazine, you can sign up for our free biannual magazine. In fact, the newest one just came out. Now, if you've already signed up before in the past, it is on the way. The mail is iffy. Just give it some time. It's on the yeah. way. And if it, you don't see it, you can email us at engagefaq at so we can get that corrected.
0: Yeah. And we are, I'm just going to say, like, uh, short of, I guess, bragging or anything, we are very proud of this magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, our our two graphic designers have done a really great job making a very good-looking mm-hmm. print magazine. And, of course, it's filled with articles from our writing team um, and I tell you what, this is yeah. one of my favorite ones that we've ever
1: I, I think it's... And we will, of course, you will continue to hear about that yes. in the days coming. But, Absolutely. Um, the the content is there. It looks nice, and the content is there. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think so. I had nothing to do with that, so I'm not patting myself on the back. <laughs> you, know. you had more
0: to do with it than you realized. Uh,
1: I was there supporting. I yes.
0: Was, that goes like, a long way. <laughs>
1: go. You do it. Y'all are doing a great job. Write but.
0: that article.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, All
2: anyways. right. So, uh, in other... Other news? Yes. Chris. <laughs> well, one of the uh, the big stories that we've been following this week, um, some people may not be aware of this, but diplomats from the United States and other nations have been in Vienna this week mm. uh, for talks about uh, restarting or renegotiating the controversial Iran nuclear deal. This mm. is the agreement from... Uh, the Obama administration, right. where the U.S. and other countries agreed to allow Iran to do this, but not that, in the form of nuclear research. Uh, you know, one big concern has been that maybe um, the regime that controls Iran might use this uh, nuclear research to figure out how to make a bomb and mm-hmm. maybe go after Israel or some other country they disagree with. Uh, but in a story that we had this week at onenewsnow.com, a guy named David Curry of Open Doors USA, uh, he wanted religious freedom to be part of any and all mm-hmm. talks on the Iran nuclear deal uh, because, uh, for those not aware, Iran is one of the top ten yeah. worst places in the world for Christians to live and operate. Wow. And it's not just uh, Iran. Just to give you an idea of some of the other uh, really bad places for Christians and certainly uh, places where we need to be in prayer for, uh we need to be in prayer for the people that live here mm-hmm. uh, North Korea Afghanistan Somalia Libya Pakistan uh if i said that correctly mm-hmm. Eritrea Yemen Nigeria and India, they, those are the other countries that round out the top 10. And, uh, you know, we talk about sharing truth and applying scripture, and certainly we've had the Orange Letter campaign and mm-hmm. other things over the years where we're trying to bring attention uh, to these places. And uh, I th- I'm, you know, blessed to be a part of that opportunity, and, and I've always enjoyed those uh, news stories yeah. with you guys on that. Uh, but let's not just focus on these countries uh, once or twice a year. Let's continue to be in prayer for these countries right. and also the uh, the organization that uh, try to help uh, folks here, uh, you know, open doors. You don't hear about it every day uh, on our newscast and others. And, you know, there's reasons for that. Certainly, we only have so much time or whatnot. Uh, but just because you don't hear about it or read about it um, on a website doesn't mean things aren't happening for and against these people. So let's uh, continue to be in prayer for those folks.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it, it, like you said, I mean, th- these are great reminders too. to, to um, I, I think, here in, in America, and I think most of our listeners, if not all of our listeners, are from the States. Mm-hmm. Um, We can kind of get into this rut of thinking, you know, where we when we think of the church, when we think of Christians, we think of the American church and the American Christian, and that has a very unique, a very unique experience associated with it. We're able to wake up every Sunday and go to church. Wednesday nights, if you do that, you go Mm -hmm. to church. You're able to worship. You're able to have a bookshelf of Bibles or more. You're able to fill your house with Bibles if you want to, of all languages and and versions of whatever you want. But that's just simply not the case for most Christians. Mm -hmm. In history and in the world, right. Um, so, the 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 thinking about the experience of Iranian Christians and just how different that is from our experience, and the, 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 these things are a good reminder for us to to think outside of our little bubble here and to really. Um, Lift them up in prayer Um, and and, and in a way as much as possible to reach out to them, connect with them and get to know them. And that's something we've been able to do, like Mm -hmm. you said, in the Orange Letter campaign. And and I've got to say, like, that is one of my favorite things that we do here is we, we take that time every year to reach out to Christians around the world and to really try to connect with them. And um, it's been such a blessing to have um, – we did have um, a missionary, um, I think it was last year, last Orange Letter Campaign, come and talk to us about um, his, um, his experience getting those letters uh, from our listeners, from you guys, and and how it affected him in a very deep, um, real way. Um, and, and that really blessed my heart, too, because – it's so easy to do these kind of projects and to hear about these this kind of thing and to you know reach out and do something that we feel is just a nice good thing to do, but in the end, in the end of the day, it really does have a real effect on someone, uh, not just someone, not a random person, but mm-hmm. this is your brother and sister in Christ. So yeah, the 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 idea of you know the the, the plight of the Iranian Christians and and hopefully what. What um, Open Doors is doing will actually have some have some um, uh, results. I hope. So, th- so he's uh, th- this is um, this is a conversation that this person wants to have happen during this whole um, new mm-hmm. reworking of the the nuclear deal. right uh, So that's interesting. You, you'd think that those two things don't go hand in hand. Yeah. But does that often happen when when somebody puts this thing forward on the table that there's a lot of other things along with it?
2: Yeah, there are. Uh, You know, we've had, for example, President Biden released uh, in the last week or so uh, a budget plan, Mm -hmm. and I'm using an air quotes. Yeah, plan. I say budget plan. For two reasons. Mm -hmm. Number one, the president's budget rarely, if ever, gets approved. It doesn't matter if it's Joe Biden or someone else. It's PR Uh, stuff. But uh, (laughs) it is a $6 trillion measure, which includes all the things that he's pushed in the last few months since he uh, took the oath of office. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know, for example, um, a lot of uh, pro-life groups are upset because he – Involves money for abortion groups, mm-hmm. or he ignores yeah. the Hyde Amendment, which is something that's been around longer than we've been on this earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that basically forbids the government from spending federal tax dollars on abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, you don't often again, just because you don't hear about it doesn't mean there's not somebody kind of whispering in the ear of someone close to an individual saying, hey, we'd like the president to consider this, or uh, maybe we can go back and add that in as an amendment and uh, things things of that nature.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And it is interesting, and these these are things to be aware as uh, of as um, you know. These things are put forward by politicians and stuff. Just read between the lines and look at what's actually there, and not just the headline of
2: it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Another story that we have covered uh, has been a new survey out from George Barna, mm-hmm. one of the uh, best known uh, researchers out there in terms of uh, Christianity and uh, people with biblical worldviews and and stuff like that. Uh, Speaking of uh, biblical worldviews, Mm. uh, here's one of the newest findings from George Barna, who is now a senior research fellow at the Family Research Council's Center for Biblical Worldview. Uh, Barna found that only 6% of Americans have a biblical worldview. In other words, you you believe the Bible, you Mm. live by the Bible, you share the Bible, you follow the Bible, all these sorts of things, only six percent of Americans have a biblical world view, and I mm. think you know this this incorporates everybody, regardless of a uh, generation so you're you're includer, you're including baby boomers and Gen X and older millennials and uh, younger millennials and gen Z and mm. and whatnot and you know we were talking about it uh, before coming on the show here. I think this is only going to get worse mm. as Our generation and those to come kind of become our parents' age and grandparents' age. Uh, Certainly, we've already seen kind of smaller congregations because Mm -hmm. a lot of people are falling away from the faith. Uh, And I think one of the reasons why only 6% of Americans have a biblical worldview is because we as Christians are not sharing truth and applying scripture. And promoting our faith, like God wants us to, in the Great Commandment. Yes, yeah.
1: and if you take the number of people who consider, themsel- consider themselves Christians and you know, attend church, right, that number is fairly high, I believe, yeah. I mean, compared to and then only six percent of not you know six, the percentage of Americans who consider themselves Christians, mm-hmm. and then the percentage who <laughs> actually follow Scripture mm-hmm. are a vastly different number. Yeah, and that just goes to show you the amount of. Uh, amount of things going on in our church mm-hmm. that that we've allowed I mean, we've allowed you know we've allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. and so now you've got uh, churches that not just let things slide but affirm yes. and hold up mm-hmm. sin mm-hmm. so.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I I just it it's hard for me to even wrap my mind around like how do you even know or believe feel whatever that you're a Christian if if only six percent of Americans have a biblical worldview. Yeah, like I don't believe the Bible, I don't live by it, but I'm a Christian. Like that, just it's hard for me to kind of yeah uh,
0: grasp that. Well, yeah, and. I- I think part of that is um because there have there's been a trend you know and and, and it hasn't been you know is is this is not just a recent thing this has been going on for for a very long time mm-hmm. of the church in america and, and and in in general the western world but I would say in America um where we're very Unclear mm. on the definition of what a Christian is, right. um, and so it it, it becomes. It, 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 I mean, the Bible is very clear on it. It's someone who who lives in obedience to God and it, whose whose life is submitted to God. Um, but then it it kind of morphs from that into, you know, well, somebody who goes to church and, you know, nods their heads to the, you know, what the preacher says. And, and then you get into what is the preacher saying? What are they nodding their head mm-hmm. to? And what church are they going to? And so the the definition can get fuzzy. And I think it is very easy for people to call themselves Christians mm-hmm. in the in the culture that we live in now, because there's not a lot associated with that that would be, you know, Costly, mm-hmm. you know. You, you you don't have to submit yourself to God anymore to be a Christian. Right. You just have to I don't know have said a prayer, nod your head to what your preacher you says. You walked the aisle. You walked yeah. the aisle. You got wet, you know. And you know you're a Christian. You're mm-hmm. in. You're in the club. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know that's not what the Bible says. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 interesting to see how we've gotten to this place and. You know, it's not without its remedy.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. I think uh, this brings us back to something that we've talked about before on this program. Uh, You need to take time out of your day on a consistent basis to study the word. Don't just say, well, I watched that TV show that everybody's talking about or I watched the movie that's, um, you know, had a lot of people talking uh, that involves Christianity and faith in Jesus and things like that. Listen, I watch TV shows and films, too, about Jesus Mm -hmm. or other uh, disciples, but don't take what you see on the screen. Yeah as being exactly what the Word of God says. Mm -hmm. You need to study the Scripture so that way you can discern whether or not what you just watched is biblically accurate. Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of people, unfortunately, maybe even people that we know and can think about uh, right now, who literally believe whatever it is that they see play out on a screen or something they read on Facebook. I I know just from scrolling through my news feeds on Facebook or Twitter or whatnot, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff where people keep sharing it about the end times Mm -hmm. and what the book of Revelations says. And that that always makes me want to, you know, it's like nails on a chalkboard. But, (laughs) you know, one way for you to really understand and to discern whether or not that's accurate is to know what the book itself says, which is why you should take time Mm -hmm. that it might take to watch a TV show or film or play a video game or whatever it is that you do in your off time. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, study the word of God and actually figure out what he said Mm -hmm. versus what man wants you to believe he said.
0: Yeah. A lot of people... I mean, throughout my life have been fond of saying, you know, Christianity is not a religion, it's a relationship, mm-hmm. which I, I, I agree with the sentiment of that. But, yeah. you know, we can't throw away the religion part right. because it is a religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting that a lot of the same people who will throw that, you know, idiom out and just, you know, and use it kind of as an excuse to be like, well, you don't have to really work very hard. Mm-hmm. They're not really good at the relationship part yeah. and because the relationship part is what? It's, you know, getting to know God. How? reading the word yeah you know that's the relationship part praying is the relationship part relationships with other christians is the relationship part so you can't just kind of be in your own little mental Mm -hmm. space you know Pretending like you have a relationship with God when you're just ignoring what he's saying, which is the Bible. (laughs) Have you
2: ever watched, has anybody ever watched one of those like rom coms or something where there's always a character, and yes, I watch those, (laughs) um, but uh, you know, there's always a character that's kind of questioning whether or not the guy is really into her Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, he's not calling her or he only shows, you know, he only shows up when like he he wants to go out or whatever it is. That's Mm -hmm. how we are with God. Mm -hmm. Like, we'll. I mean, it, cats are like this. They only want your attention when they want it. And we're like that with Jesus. Like, I'll come to you when I want you, Jesus. Yeah. But we don't talk to him on a daily basis. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's why, you know, in the scriptures, the Christian is really called to be childlike. And mm-hmm. what does a child do to their parents? I mean, if there's a, if there's a good relationship there and if the child is young, enough, I mean, I know teenagers don't necessarily right. do this. But the, and my kids want to spend time with me all the time. You know, yeah. they always want to be with me. Yeah. I go to the bathroom. Guess who's outside the door? You know, reaching their <laughs> little fingers the under the door like, "Daddy, yeah. come on. Go play with me," you know?
2: That happens in your house too, huh?
0: Yeah. I think that's a universal yeah, fact. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but we're called to be like that with God. That's
2: true. Mm-hmm. And and we're not. We uh, you know, we we grow up because that's what society mm-hmm. tells us to do or expects us to do. And and I think sometimes we we take what the world wants us to do and we still live by those Expectations, or hold ourselves yeah. to those own standards when it comes to God, and as you said, that's not what God wants.
1: Yeah.
0: So I mean, yeah, this finding by Barna, I mean, unfortunately, it's not very surprising. It's it's not, and it, it's it's it can be disheartening, but I mean, we've kind of seen this slide for a long time now. Yeah. um Since I mean, before I was born.
2: Well, that's true, and you know, Paul told Timothy. The Holy Spirit told Paul to tell Timothy that <laughs> yes. in the end days, people are going to fall away from the faith. Don't just go. Well, this is what Paul said. Yeah, exactly. That you know that's and God doesn't want you to just hunker down and wait for Him to come back. Right. He wants you to go out there and tell others about Him and to teach and preach the gospel, uh, which is what we strive to encourage people to do on this show. Um, So, you know, take Mm. what we've talked about today. Take what you've heard in your uh, church setting or small group, whatever it is. However it is that you worship the Lord Jesus Christ, go out there and tell others Mm. uh, those same things that you've been hearing because a lot of people are um, not doing Mm. what it is that we should do, and you can be the one that God is using to try to put that person on the right path.
0: And and take hope in that you will never see the dying of the light of the gospel. Right, that just doesn't happen because there's always a remnant. The Bible tells us there is always a faithful remnant. Sure, Are you I, and be a part of that?
2: Yeah, and I know you know COVID nineteen has really uh, put a lot of churches uh, evangelists mm-hmm. in a in a bad way because you can't just go knock on doors anymore and hand out tracts and you know things like that. Um, but look, you know, Christianity survived other bad moments in health history. (laughs) I mean, you know, the Black Plague, we made it through, okay, by the grace of God. Uh, We made it through the Spanish flu or the Mm -hmm. 1918 flu as some are calling it now. We can get through this. Uh, We will get through this, but God wants you to have faith in him through that process so Mm -hmm. that way our faith uh, mirrors him and shows other people about him.
0: All we have to do is obey.
2: That's right. Well, <laughs> obedience is better than sacrifice, yes. as the Bible would say. And you would know that if you would actually read <laughs> uh, even things in the quote-unquote Old Testament. I, I, I yeah. My wife and I do Sunday school for kids 4th, 5th, and 6th, and we constantly tell them, don't get hung up on the word old in Old Testament. Mm-hmm. It's still for you. It's still good for you. You can learn from these people. God puts them in there yes. for a reason, kids. Yes. I sound like a broken record. And if any of them are listening right now with their parents, I guarantee you one of them <laughs> just said, he says that all the time. And there's a reason for it.
0: That's great. Yeah. Well, uh, what else is happening in well, the world?
2: <laughs> yeah. There. Well, you know, it's also uh, Pride Month in uh, oh, okay. June. Yeah. This is right. that annual observation when a lot of individuals and companies uh, celebrate um, things like... Like the lesbian, gay, Mm -hmm. bisexual, transgender, uh, queer, plus, IA, uh, uh, all the lifestyles. So if you're uh, wondering
1: why everybody has, you know, all these businesses have changed their profile pictures and stuff to rainbows. Yeah. That's what's yes, happening. Yes, because it's
2: yes. Yeah. I mean, even the Bureau of Labor Statistics, their um, their Twitter feed is like their little logo. Uh, it's the Department of Labor's uh, agency, but their, even yeah. their little logo is rainbow That
0: color. sounds like the most vague branch of the government
2: yeah. ever. Well, yeah. Well, like most branches of government. <laughs> right. I would also put wasteful. But anyway, yeah, that's just go. me. Well, you know, so so it is Pride Month. And, you know, we've mm-hmm. uh, if you go to onenewsnow.com, you'll see stories on, like, breakfast cereals. And Lego mm-hmm. has, uh, has a new yes. LGBTQ you everyone is awesome set
0: and you know things like that for, interestingly it was March 18 plus yes a yes, lot of people were upset about that
2: they were but you know look a little kid's gonna ask for that if they see it because mm-hmm. it's brightly colored you know Lego people and sets and, and stuff like that so you know you'll see those stories if you go to onenewsnow.com we've mm-hmm. we've covered that but also I want to bring attention to uh, a situation that's coming up June 7th through the 11th. June 7th through the 11th, um, the Department of Education is going to be having a public hearing in which students for and against uh, Mm. government mandates that campuses allow men and women's bathrooms and vice versa. There's going to be a public hearing on that and uh, earlier – this week, I interviewed a Christian student uh, at a college somewhere in these United States of America. Uh, she she works and writes for Campus Reform, but she was very uh, upset about uh, President Biden's executive order earlier this year that colleges, Christian or otherwise, should allow men and women's facilities and vice versa. You know, uh, College of the Ozarks is a college that has tried to go to court to try to say, "Hey, you can't do this. We're a religious institution. Yeah. We hold we have a biblical worldview right. that God created man and female and there's differences in gender and that's okay. Uh, President Biden and his administration believe otherwise. But, Mm. you know, so we're going to be hearing a lot more about these uh, situations. And at least one judge has already ruled in favor of uh, the president when it comes to this executive order as it applies to College of the Ozarks. You know, Ozarks today, another institution tomorrow. It may be even where you are going to college yeah. or have a child in college if you're that old enough. And um, you know, we'll continue to cover these things. And and during that time too, I would ask for prayer because. You know, I mentioned that uh, we're, we're really busy, and there's all sorts of stuff to cover. I would, if I had my way, we would be able to cover it all and have it on in the previous hour's newscast, but we can't do that. There's right. only so much of us. So uh, please uh, continue to pray for us mm-hmm. uh, as you pray for these students and other people dealing with these things, because it's only going to get worse.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I can't imagine, so the the, the, the brave students, of course, I mean, anybody's brave to talk in a public setting obviously mm-hmm. but the, the 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 students who are going to be standing up for um, you know the tr- the truth really um, i can't imagine the what they're about to face you know right. from from the me- media from the you know, from public, mm-hmm. um, from from just people out there, because you know how this is going to be spun. and right. you know how they're going to be presented, and the the ridicule that's headed their way. Mm-hmm. They really do need prayer.
2: Well, and that's the thing. They'll the media will focus on the the you know LGBTQ student or the person in favor of that lifestyle, yeah. supportive of the lifestyle uh, that will get up and say these you know uh, truths and you know sure. embolden things and, and things like that. I'm you know it's not hyperbole. We saw in recent days everybody and their mm-hmm. brother with a. Uh, new news outlet operation, was uh, championing this young lady that uh, chastised her state for doing things in the way of abortion regulations. Right, I remember But at the same time, I was doing stories uh, this week about how two high schools in the state of Michigan were telling valedictorians they could not reference God in their graduation speeches, Mm -hmm. which is totally illegal, by the way, Mm -hmm. because that is a student-led speech, and we've already had court rulings determine that student speeches are... Okay, it's yeah. not an endorsement of the school that there is a god or whatever some you know uh, atheist might want to argue. Uh, so just to kind of um, put things in perspective. We've had two high schools tell kids you can't mention God in your graduation speech. Hmm. But this young lady who had her speech approved, she in her approved yeah. speech, yeah. it didn't mention anything Went about abortion. Strips. She gets up there, throws it away, and you know chastises her politician. Now she was using her free speech. Sure. And we are afforded that right in the Constitution, yes. praise God, for that. Mm-hmm. We're using it right now. But
0: it should apply to everything.
2: That is exactly mm-hmm. right. Now, praise be to God, <laughs> the two high schools reversed their policy, but only after these students lawyered up yeah. and had their attorneys write letters to the high school saying, hey, you can't do this. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, that just goes to show you that how bonkers mm-hmm. uh, things are right now. Uh, and, you know, we and a lot of it is because uh, a, school official, a school official, maybe a superintendent or a Principal is freaking out that they're going to get a letter from the Freedom from Religion Foundation right. saying church and state separation and all these other things, or we're going to sue you. Or, uh, you know, listen if if you're listening right now and you are you work for a school, maybe you're a school administrator, and you want to know what exactly your rights are, there's a whole host of uh, First Amendment yes. religious freedom nonprofits that would be glad to help you. Uh, determine what exactly you are allowed to do and say when mm-hmm. something like this happens. Yes. And uh, if you ever need something like that, call American Family Association mm-hmm. and ask for me in the newsroom and all. Uh, if you don't get me, leave me a voicemail. Call you got to read back. them their rights. I am. I will be happy to. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, um, you may not get the exact answer mm-hmm. you're working for, but mm-hmm. we'll at least give you some information. to hope you yeah. point you in the right direction.
0: I mean, we've seen I mean, throughout American history, honestly, mm-hmm. but the the universities and the colleges of our nation really are the things, are the institutions that push cultural agendas. Yes. And that's beginning, that's, you're beginning to see that now. I mean, you've,
1: mm-hmm. for
0: a while now, but especially now in high schools. Oh, yeah. So I think this is really a, this is a um, alert. This is mm-hmm. a, a warning call to parents who you have your kid in the school disciple them like crazy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do not let go of that.
2: Yes. And, you know, uh, it's real easy to say, well, you just need to take your kids out of public school. It's not always easy. Yeah, a lot of people do that. But Mm -hmm. listen, there's a lot of single moms out there, maybe Mm -hmm. even single dads, they can't afford to to put their kid in a christian school or a private school as much as they would like to yeah. maybe they live in a state where they're not allowed you know tuition assistance or vouchers or whatever the phrase might be mm-hmm. called in their state or municipality um you know so there are a lot of people that have no other choice but to put their kid in a public school but as you mentioned there you need to disciple them you know yeah. ask them over dinner even if it's at a fast food restaurant because you mm-hmm. can't cook or you don't have the time <laughs> you know ask them what did you talk about today in school yeah. and then counter that with with what it is that you believe, what you hold dear. Share a doctrine with mm-hmm. them so that way they don't fall for everything they're told by their Absolutely. teacher, because we, and understandably so, Try to tell our children to obey authority and respect those in positions of power over you, and you know things like that. That's biblical. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, you know, a kid might go, "Well, that's what my teacher says, and my mom's telling me to listen to the teacher, so I've got to listen to the teacher." You know, I've got to do what yeah. he or she says. No, you, you as a parent can mm-hmm. be the one to say, "Okay, that's what your teacher says. That's what the school wants them to tell you, but yeah. this is what we believe."
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Chris, for being on with us this episode again. And looking forward to the next one we do with you. And as always, listeners, continue to share truth and apply scripture. We'll see you next week.